Don't be late. Don't get too far away. Don't take too long. We've all said these phrases, and we've all had something in mind of what we really mean by them. But the odds are the people that we're saying them to have something completely different in their mind. Hi, I'm Dean Hefta, host of Communication on Point podcast. Welcome to the program. Today we're talking about the precision of our communication and the impact that it has on not only our happiness and our relationships, but the productivity and the impact that we have in the relationships around us. Let's get started. When we use phrases like don't be late or don't get too far away, the challenge is immediately somebody else has a different measurement that they're using to understand what it is that we are asking, what our expectations are. And so recently, I've been involved in a renovation of a family farmhouse. It's been a great project, lots of work. And when you think about how carpenters work, and you see it in action, something is very clear, and that is to be successful, you have to use the precision of communication. Think about that. Carpenter is on the roof, and they're needing a board or something cut. They don't yell down to the person at the saw, cut me a fairly long board. That'd be ridiculous because they know they'd be guaranteed to get a board that's the wrong length. What do they yell? They... They let them know exactly, I need a board that's 103 inches long. They speak with precision. You think about the different industries. If you're in aerospace, an engineer, a carpenter, speaking with precision is critical. And yet, those same people, maybe the foreman of the crew, once they get off the roof and let go of their tape measure, they then move into often a mode of ambiguous communication letting the crew know, make sure that you show up early tomorrow so we can get a fresh start. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean 10 minutes sooner than normal? Is it an hour sooner than normal? And very quickly, we're all eager to say, yep, sounds good. And so if I show up 10 minutes early and the foreman expected me here an hour early, immediately we're starting with frustration. This happens across the board in our lives. We use precision of communication where we get immediate feedback that if we don't do it, we're going to get a poor outcome. You think about that. If I'm a carpenter and I, and I say, cut me a medium length board, there is no way that board is going to be the right length. And I'm going to experience that feedback immediately. The rest of our life, though, often we don't even see the connection of how our ambiguous communication leads to disappointment. Maybe the feedback loop is too far apart. You think about these phrases that we might use. I won't be home too late. Could I get just a little bit of your time? You just need to try harder. Do your best. Whatever you do, don't show up late. This won't take too long. All of those things, the speaker has in their mind what they mean. There is a definition, a measurement, something that they are expecting And the listener, as soon as they hear those phrases, are now applying their own definition. But yet we haven't clarified what is that shared definition. We have a difference 
of understanding right out of the gate. And so what happens when that occurs is, think about it, in your life, when you've had those situations where you say to somebody, I, I won't be late. It won't take me too long to get there. Boy, that's a big one. I'll be there soon. What does I'll be there soon mean? Does that mean in two minutes? Does it mean I've been traveling across the country and I'll be there in two hours? It's a relative term. And so we don't know what soon means. But if I let them know, I'll be there within 15 minutes. Ah, now I'm able to establish expectations. So what I want you to do is think about what are some areas in your life where you maybe have a tendency to either offer ambiguous communication or you encounter it on a frequent basis. And here's the deal. When you hear that ambiguous communication, there's something you can do about it. You can simply take 10 seconds and clarify. Someone says, I'll be there soon. Rather than saying, okay, I can just simply ask, what time will you be here? Now we're on the same page as expectations. Somebody goes off to buy something and, and their instruction was, don't spend too much on it. I have no idea what spending too much on it is. And so I can simply ask, how much is too much? Give me a range to work in. So me as the individual, I have an opportunity and an obligation to gain the clarity I need to be successful. So you think about that. When I'm initiating, when I'm sending out the communication, I have an opportunity to increase my clarity. I can let them know I need this board to be 103 inches. And as the receiver, I have the opportunity and the obligation to make sure I understand. You know, maybe the person at the saw says, leave the line or cut the line. You know, we want to make sure what does that 103 inches mean so that I can deliver excellence and on the expectation. So by doing this, you think about the benefit of it. We become somebody who is known as a clear communicator. And clear communicators are perceived as clear thinkers. And clear thinkers are considered valuable. So increasing our value begins with improving the clarity and the precision of the language that we use in our everyday interaction. Every day, there is an opportunity to increase our precision. I hope there's some thoughts here today that can help you improve how you establish expectations and get better results for whatever it is that you're working on. Again, if there's anything that you want to talk about as far as communication ideas, or maybe you've got some topic suggestions, be sure to send me an email at dean at clarisresults.com. That's dean at C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. Thanks for joining me this week, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great one. 